Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we're celebrating livealittlehigher.com's birthday. We are finishing our third year and entering our fourth year of Torah learning. And I want to thank God for this. It has been a labor of love and, um, and a lot of, uh, of satisfaction. When I get messages from you, letting me know how these classes have helped you and how you enjoy them, in reality, that's all I need. So thank you, and um, we continue today learning Hodot HaLevavot, Duties of the Heart, and we're in chapter four. Last week, we were talking about how important it is to have times of solitude in our lives, that when we have a certain specific times, that we allocate to being alone, uh, it helps us to think about God and, and think where we are, think what, where we want to get, what type of relationship we, what we need to have with Hashem and our surroundings and um, how important this is. So today, uh, Rabbi Pakuda is telling us that regarding personal relationships, with, uh, with your wife, with your children, your husband, your family, your friends, and even your enemies, you should have trust and faith that Hashem will alleviate the worries and the struggles that your responsibilities, responsibilities for them may cause. So you know, relationships are something very interesting. We all go through the whole spectrum of them, everybody in the family, has someone that is challenging, that really presses that button inside of you. And then you have that person that is always there to help you. And uh, we all go through it with friends, with, uh, with the people that are nice to us and people who are not nice to us. But everybody that is in our lives, everybody that we have the opportunity and the merit to encounter really is there to help us or teach us or guide us. Uh, they're not there just because there's a purpose so what he's saying is you can trust that he will enable you to fulfill your obligations duties towards your dependence towards the people that depend on you and do and you should do it happily as a consequence of your certainty about this you will not feel the urge to burden them with too many obligations and responsibilities and here uh, it explains that in gen generations of the past, uh, not very long ago, uh, parents used to put their young children to work uh, because they needed parnasa in the family. It was hard to make a living and they used to use child labor. It was something that was not weird. Like my father started working when he was 15 years old. And, uh, and this is what, how it used to be. And today we would look at it like this is uh, child exploitation, this is child abuse. But nevertheless, in the modern West, Western example of today's civilization, we're not doing anything less with our children. We're also pressuring our children to be something. Parents are pressuring their children to go to college. They have to get the best grades. They have to get the best SAT. They have to go to an IB college. Uh, sometimes they even do things they shouldn't be doing so their kids would get into these places. And um, in a certain way, this is also an exploitation of children, if you look at it in that way. Uh, so Hashem, what he's teaching us here is Hashem will facilitate your providing everything they need. 
you should also trust that he will allow you to lead them in positive directions concerning both Torah and worldly matters. In both of these areas, you should aim to strengthen their relationship with the Almighty. So what he's saying is that our livelihood doesn't depend from our work. The success of our children doesn't depend if they go to the Ivy League school or if they're the lawyer or the doctor in the family. This is not what determines if you're going to have uh, what you need. What determines if you're going to have what you need really is your trust in Hashem. And this is the message of the command. You shall love others as you love yourself and do not hate your brother in your heart. So th this actually should be hallmark of your behavior towards other people. This is like, it should be in front of your eyes always. Like really love everybody as yourself and don't do to others what you don't like them to do to you. Don't treat them do not hate, do not treat them in a bad way, and do not hate your brother in your heart in silence. If you have a problem with somebody, you should really, or either work it out inside of yourself and get rid of that feeling, or work it out with the person that you're having problems with. So it should not be activated by hopes of being rewarded. We should not feel that we have to be rewarded because we believe and we live in this way, and we should not be expecting payback. Uh, should you need to ask them for your help one day, like if you're good to somebody, you're helping them, you're doing favors for them, you should have no expectations that this person should uh, return in kind with you. Uh, I have people that I know that are very kind people, they do a lot for a lot of people, but when people don't do for them what they did for them, they get upset at them and they get really upset and, 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 and angry and, and uh, sour. So this is what Rabbi Pakuda is saying, that when you do, do with love. Don't, don't expect anything in, in return. It certainly should not be motivated by your wish to receive praise and honor. Obviously, we should be above this already. We should not need to be uh, thanked publicly, honored, or anything. Uh, to gain power over others. Your sole motivation should be to fulfill Hashem's mitzvot. When you do something for somebody, you should only, the only motivation you should have is that Hashem put that person in front of you so you because He believes you can help that person. He's giving you the opportunity to do a mitzvah, to do something good for someone else. So anyone whose interactions are not motivated by Hashem's mitzvot, but instead by any of the alternatives we just mentioned, will not achieve what he hopes his positive treatment of others will bring him. His efforts will be in vain, and much worse, he may lose any reward in Olamaba. So if you're running after honor, honor is going to run away from you. There's a Pirkei Avot that says that. And if you're running away from honor, honor will be running uh, to catch you. So on the other hand, if your treatment of others is solely a result of fulfilling Hashem's directive, if you do it for an altruistic purpose, you do it only because this is what God wants you to do, He will help them repay you in this world. Like He will give them the opportunity that you, that you deserve. He'll give it to you. And he will place your, your praises on their lips and your stature will rise in their eyes. Lastly, you will achieve enormous reward in the world to come. And this is what Hashem told Shlomo HaMelech, the, the King Solomon, 
Additionally, that which you have not asked me for, I'm giving to you, including wealth and prestige. So the best thing for us is really to be low key, to do things just because Hashem wants you to do them. He put it in your way. It's part of your purpose. It's part of your mitzvot. Do it humbly, with an open heart, with love. And at the end, Hashem will give you whatever you're, you, you're going to need. You're going to see it's going to come from Him, but not from, from the people. You cannot expect from the people. So the correct interaction that any Balbitajon, is a person that gives, that is a Hesed person, has to have with people, is divided into two categories. Those whom you have authority, authority over and those who have seniority over you. You have to run for help to people who have authority and power, and you must still maintain the perspective that the help will actually come from God. So yes, sometimes we need a favor from somebody. Sometimes we have to go up to the owner of the bank and ask for a loan, and we have to beg, and, uh, and, and we have to be humble. And yes, sometimes we have to go and ask for a favor to somebody. But we should do it knowing that the help doesn't come from that person. The help comes from God. Really, the person is just a medium. It's just the vehicle that God is using to allow to, to be able to help you in this world. He, he, may be use, he may use powerful and influential people to turn your request into reality. So Hashem is going to put the right people in front of you to help you. But nevertheless, never forget that the one that is aiding you really is God through them, but the, the, the help comes from Hashem. So it is similar to a farmer who plows and sows his field, sows his field as a necessary prerequisite to produce his livelihood. Like obviously the, the farmer has to plow, has to prepare the soil to be able to plant the seeds. But if Hashem wants him to have his livelihood, then the earth will act as the vehicle to deliver it and food will sprout and grow. Like if God wants him to have livelihood, he's going to give it to him through this land. But the land is not the one that is giving him the livelihood. It's just the, the, the medium that God is using, the, the keilim, the, the vessel, to be able to provide for you. Because Hashem makes a natural world. It is a natural world. It, we go with nature. So, this is the, the paradox here. He makes a world that looks natural, but in reality, everything comes from him. Everything is miraculous. So, no one would think of showering thanks on the soil for performing this function. The thanks would go to Hashem alone, who brought his food through the field. If he did not want one to have a livelihood, the crop would fail. So, in a similar vein, if that happened, no one would blame the field. So in the same attitude, if someone, you go to someone to give you some help and this person couldn't help you, in reality it's not him, it's Hashem. Hashem is closing a door on you for a, whatever purpose it is. It may be that there's someone better to help you or you need to do something to elicit his mercy. Who knows? So the same attitude has to inform your dealings with people. If you have to turn to someone for help, avoid, avoid thinking the rich and powerful person will be able to help me so much more than someone who is poor and doesn't have connections. So he says here, your attitude should be, both are equally likely to help me, as both are merely a vehicle that Hashem may use to fulfill my need. So the job of a Jew 
as we mentioned at the beginning of the book, is to turn trust into certainty. Is be certain that Hashem is going to bring your help. Don't even doubt it. If he has helped you till today, he'll continue to help you. If you're at this moment drowning in, 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 with problems and you think you're not going to be able to do this or be able to do that, believe me, Hashem finds a way to help you. Look at the help. Look at what you have. Look at what is in front of you and be grateful. So, so we see here that, uh, that Hashem uses either to help me, it is He who will provide the solution I seek and it is Him that I should think, thank. So we should always praise God. We should always have words of gratitude in our mouth towards Hashem. We should always be great, greatly thankful. Also, uh, because there is a mitzvah of, uh, of gratitude that is important for the kindness that other people do for us, we should always be grateful also for the people that provide whatever you need. So you show gratitude. You show gratitude to people too. This is an emulating Hashem. Uh, you, you should be grateful to the individual who helped you for his kindness. The fact that he, desired, that he desired to aid you, because this is free will, he desired. Hashem chose him, but that he chose to help you. And that Hashem selected him as being worthy to fulfill that role demands your acknowledgement and gratitude. But the important thing here is to always have Hashem in the equation. Never take him out. Always have him in front of you. And Hazal, in the statement, Hashem brings good things through worthy people, eh, means that people who are worthy will always bring good to you, will always be able to help you. And since you know that everything we have discussed above is true, you will not blame him. You will also not make the mistake of thinking if only he had tried harder. Like if a person is trying to help you and he couldn't help you the way you expected him to help you, the, the way you wanted him to help you, anyways, feel gratitude because he tried. He tried to help you. So, and, and, and feel and never forget to feel gratitude to Hashem, who does everything only for good, that he did not fulfill your request. You will also express your gratitude to the person you approach for trying, even though it did not work out the way you wanted it to work. So we have to always be grateful, never take anything for granted, never have an entitled uh, way of looking at life. We don't deserve anything. I'm sorry, people. I know this is the age of entitlement. People believe they, be they deserve everything. But in reality, that's really the worst feeling that can take you to the worst places. Because if you think that you deserve, then you lose all the rest. You, you lose your connection to God and you lose your gratitude. And when you don't have those three things, then you have nothing. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.